and welcome folks to episode 50 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. Riggs to your myrtle. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this <laughs> Yeah, we. I couldn't not. That's the classic, isn't it? Let me get my saxophone out. <laughs> 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 little known fact for the listeners there you know that shane black wrote the script for for the lethal weapon movies one uh, and two who's shane black so have you seen kiss kiss bang bang is that the one with gina davis and samuel L. jackson no 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 um you're thinking of the long kiss good night i am yeah kiss kiss bang bang it was like robert downey jr's sort of return to fame it was his sort of first movie role after drug rehab oh okay no not seen it no all right well fair enough well shane black is he's a he's a famous kind of hollywood action movie writer i suppose you don't know him because he, he wrote all all the all the faves all the faves oh do you know what i'm just looking on his imdb you'll never guess what he wrote the long kiss goodnight as well <laughs> oh did he i know that one it's got gene davison and samuel L. jackson yeah that's crazy isn't it <laughs> Speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, you've seen the new Shaft film that's on Netflix? No, I haven't. Uh, I booted up Netflix the other day and saw the trailer for it, but I watched the trailer and was a bit like, really? <laughs> it's, it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but it's good. It's worth a look at. Look at. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll have. A, I'll give it a, a checking out. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So I'm I'm Myrtle then, am I? Yeah. You've got the tash. I've got, I've got the tash. Yeah, but I, I've also got the hair. Yeah, but I'm crazy. Yeah, mad if it, I'm quite happy. If you want to be the pair of us that's compared to Mel Gibson, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Swiftly moving on from that one. Indeed. Uh, how are you doing, my man? I'm very good. Very good. You're right. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm t- I was. I was just. Uh, the listeners don't know this, but I was just explaining to Andy before the call. I'm knackered. <laughs> he is. I'm, He's trying to build up steam. Yeah, I'm very, very low on energy tonight. Very low on energy. Work is running me ragged. But episode 50, we're just one episode away now. One episode. One episode. From the two-year anniversary special. The cracker. The, yeah. Is that is that like the is that what it is? Like one year's paper, two years? Two years cracker. Yeah, like a Jacobs or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a biscuit with cheese anniversary, dear. <laughs> yes. Here is a tuck. With some salmon there. <laughs> it's a tuck. Yeah, can I interest you in a Ritz with some Lancashire? <laughs> wow. Strange gonna, up north, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look up what the second year anniversary is. But yeah, and um, it was suggested to us the other day that we may in fact be the longest running Dice Masters podcast. I have to. I, I didn't go away and investigate further. We should to, do that. Yeah, the double, the reserve call went on for uh, yeah, and the, quite a while. The double burst went on for a long while as well, didn't they? It did. Yeah, so I'll look into that. But it was suggested to us the other day. Uh, we might, we'll take it anyway. Who's going to dispute it? <laughs> no one else around, is there? Yeah, yeah, they're they're all long gone. Um, so we'll we'll take it. Why not? There you go. The longest running podcast for Dice Masters, folks. Mm-hmm. The, some might say the kingpin of all the Dice Masters. <laughs> It's a bit early. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, two-year anniversary special, folks. Be sure to tune in in two weeks for that one. But while I bring up the two-year anniversary special, a quick reminder that we've already started some activity around that. We have both the the birthday raffle, and we're asking for your input to help us out by answering a survey that's online. So if you could be the darlings that you are, and head on over to BritRoller6.com, scroll through the posts. I might pin them to the top or something. Uh, but scroll through the posts, you'll see the uh, fundraising raffle with loads of great prizes in there. The least of which, uh, and also proving to be the most popular, is the Ministry of Ice Wooden Spoon. Well, you wouldn't expect anything different, really. Well, I've got an old art green Alex Ross Green Goliath in there, but people seem more in- <laughs> interested in the wooden spoon. Well, I, I prefer the spoon. And. Um, no, no, no comment. Alright. No comment. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, what's what's the survey for? You skipped oh, over that. Yeah, here we go. So this it's for the M O D P T A. Let me just see a nice percent. One F T 
PS. The Ministry of Dice presents awards for their own podcast segments. (laughs) Or did I put own podcast content? Might be content. M-O-D-P-T-F-A-P-C-Q. Q? Z. Anyway, we're having an awards ceremony. It's a posh do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on your black tie. Or your your nice frock. And uh, and listen out in the next episode. Two weeks' Mm. time. Get your voting, because we need to do the editing. Yeah, so yeah. if you're thinking about doing it, do it now. We've, yeah, we've got to get the nominees over to the yeah. accountants so that they can organise the shortlist and get it in front of the committee for the final decision. Yeah. In fact, if you're listening now, press pause. Do it now. But before we do, go to the Brit Roller 6 website, go to the page with the survey, fill out the survey. We'll wait for you. Press pause now. Go into the raffle. Oh, yeah, and the raffle. And the raffle. And, and, and then come back and finish listening. Cool. So we'll wait for you. Don't worry. We won't go anywhere. Yeah, all very easy to do off your phone and stuff. How long should we give them? Well, they'll be pausing, won't they? So we can probably just continue on. Yeah, that's fine then. Well, we'll just. This is this is your pause moment. Uh, there right, we well, go. Welcome back. Yeah. So thanks for the input on the survey there and uh, for entering the raffle. <laughs> uh, our thanks to those who have already uh, been and answered the questions for us, and for those who have entered the raffle. Anyway, we've arced on enough about that. Should we uh, move on? What have you been up to? Let's go you first. Let's go oh, you first. What okay. have you been up to these last couple of weeks? What have I been up to? What have you been up to? That's a great question. I uh, flummoxed you by letting you go first. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what we did at Element Games last week. But I'm, I'm having a total blank. I did quite well, though. You did that janky combo thing. The janky combo. Oh Is yeah, that, one that you kept texting me about. Oh, I've done this. I did. Eight yes, I did. Two. Yes, I did. You're right. Although I can't remember what the theme was that ended up. Anyway, yeah, domino. It, it doesn't work. I cheat. I was cheating. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, it doesn't work. So the, the, what I'll, I'll explain for the benefit of the listeners. So I had the energized domino that does damage when she rolls, and I managed. I was playing Duncan. Hi, Duncan. Uh, and I was very close to hitting Duncan for, I think it was seven or eight damage in turn two <laughs> with the domino. So I brought her up in turn one and fielded a sidekick. And then in turn two, I had Counter-Strike. Is it Counter-Strike? Yeah, the basic action prep dies now. Yeah. Or sidekick from new stuff. Yeah, from the new X-Men set. I had the new PXG that's basically HXG. And I had Stretch. So Stretch lets you pay a fist to roll the dice. Um, Counter-Strike lets you prep a die, a single die for a generic energy, and the PHG for a mask lets you uh, prep two sidekicks from your use pal as well. So I'd bought the Domino, fielded the sidekick, so I had Domino and three sidekicks. I then drew my, my next four dice and rolled them. And then PHG two of the sidekicks across, Character Strike one of the sidekicks across, and then stretched Domino in and just started rolling her on turn two. Nice. And put the last sidekick into into the use pile. Um, and poor Duncan was just sat there watching me in turn two go roll my Domino like double energy. <laughs> double energy. <laughs> double energy. I think it was five or six. I, think it, I, I forget. Uh, I like to embellish, so let's say eight or nine. Um, a damage. And then... If, if I'd have had an energy, I can't remember if it's, I think I needed either an energy to field her, because she'd rolled on, on, a, on a one fielding cost, or I think maybe Duncan had a sidekick. One, one or the other prevented me from, from just slamming her in the field and charging across. So I was quite pleased with that. Yeah, but why was that cheating? That sounds pretty feasible to me. Yeah, so uh, that particular moment's fine, but then what I was doing later on was I was stretching... And then counter striking the dice that I'd stretched across. Right. Uh, and apparently, anything you're doing in your turn that involves moving dice to the use pile, they go to the transition do- zone first. Right, unless you're swapping. Uh, yeah, sure. But any, you know, the yeah. stretch says move. So I was just putting it straight into used, just like very literal interpretation of the card move the dice to the use part so i was doing that so i was kind of moving stuff around then the one that i was dropping in used i was counter striking it across there's a character dice 
Uh, no, I was I was doing it to get psychics into the use pile to use it. Oh, okay. So when my use pile was empty, I was stretching them out of my bag. Do you see what I mean? And putting the yeah. psychics straight into use to jump it over. So, um, yeah, but you can't do that apparently. The the one I'm moving after the stretch has to go into the transition zone, so it means there's not one there for me to counter strike across. Okay. Yeah, I just. Very I cool though. Yeah, yeah. So the the domino maneuver that was all solid. That was fine. But the but like through the course of the night, and then put it was Paul who said to me, "Hang on, mate. I think there's a thing about because Cold Gun used to say move to used, and it doesn't. It goes to transition. You'd had like a yeah. a memory from from days gone by, uh, and I went and checked it out. So move to used doesn't actually mean move to used. Move to the transition zone and then on to used. Yeah, I tell you what though, for a patented chris rant for a minute that stuff like that i find very frustrating that kind of because that that is to me the definition of like complex rules lawyering because it the game says card text supersedes anything in the manual but then the manual has an assumption that you've read and understood the transition zone element so you can't it's like just something that should be possible to literally interpret you can't literally interpret i mean the phrase move this dice to your use pile doesn't actually mean move the dice to the use pile it should say move to the transition zone but the argument then of course is well it only goes to the transition zone when it's on your turn and i'm just like well all this stuff creates a barrier of entry for new players oh this is getting deep quick isn't it i was just kind of listening to your games but yeah true story yeah, yeah. So that's it's a, that that type of stuff sometimes is a source of frustration for me because I'm just like, well, the card just says move it to used. I moved it to used. I've ended up doing an illegal move by just doing what it says. Doing what it says because there's a page in the rule book, which is dense enough already as it is with this kind of complex rules lawyery stuff. Is it? Yeah, don't you think? It always just reminds me of do you know the um, instructions you, you never read when you get it in like a box of paracetamol. Hmm. Yeah. That's the way it reminds me of. You just pick it out and ditch it. It's like, you know, if you've got a bad reaction, if your throat swells up or whatever else. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's Tylenol for our non-UK listeners. Is it? Mm. Why is it a different name? Don't know. Okay. Don't anyway, know. What, what else have you been up to other than uh, cheating? Um, not a great deal. Apex season two started, as you well know. I've jumped onto that. Uh, we'll be starting the. I think you're forgetting something. You think I'm forgetting something? Oh, let's turn my phone on. Side. What, what did we do on Sat? Not last Saturday, the Saturday before, which should have been after we recorded, but before it was released. What did we do Saturday? I don't know. What did we do? Well, you come third in. Well, not third. But you came third in the. What did you end up in the semi-finals of? Oh, um, Troy's faux Nats. Yeah, you know. Has that been since we last recorded? Yeah, yeah, we were about to do it. I think we recorded on the. Uh, anyway, yes. Let's not labour on that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about it yet. Oh, here we go. Actually, it's just dawned on me where you're going with this. Go on then, get it all out. Get it done. We're going to talk about the Saturday first. I thought the Saturday was cracking. I've not yeah, been we one had of the, a... uh, it was similar to the one big weekend format, and it's all done in the day. Yes. Um, and yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. It was great. Do you remember how many players there were in total? E... No, sixteen maybe. There's quite a few of us. Oh, excuse the squeak. I'm sitting down. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, yeah, we did three rounds of Swiss. Four rounds of Swiss. Four rounds of Swiss with a top four cut. Is that right? Uh, yes, it was. Jesus, I am. I am clearly not with it. You are not. I'm all over the place. This bodes well for you for our live stream game later. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> can't even string sentences. I can't even remember what was happening two weeks ago. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. So, yes, we played on the Phonats. I'm going to take over because you're struggling, uh, which was uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, three Saturdays as you listen to this, if you listen as it comes out, uh, which was a cracking day set up by Troy. 16 or so of us, uh, we played four games, and myself and Chris ended up, uh, well, Chris ended up third, and I ended up fourth. No. And the, uh, the top four cut. No, that's not right. That's not right. I thought we played off for third and fourth. 
the top four cut. So there was it was Jay, uh, Ben was first, then James, then me, then you. Yes, that makes me fourth. No, in the league when it finished the league, then we played. Okay, carry on. Dear, dear, dear. As you were. <laughs> so after, and then it went to the semi-finals. It was quite cool. There wasn't anyone else uh, near us, was there, Laurier? Um, uh, me and uh, Chris were way ahead of the pack. Uh, everyone else dropped to the wayside with our fantastic victories. Uh, <laughs> so I played Ben in the semi-finals. He, um, he is well annoying. Yeah, he, he, he gave me a good beating as well. Uh, he beat me in both the, the the Swiss rounds and in the uh, the best of three semi final. Uh, that took me out. You played James, which was a lot closer affair, but he did pit me to the post. Although he was knackered and you were a bit drunk, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> some misplays. I think that you will uh, see if you want to go back and watch that video, which is on James and Zach play Dice Masters on the YouTube's. Mm. Um, which then took us to last weekend, as we record this, and at some point in the past, if you're listening to this at some point in the future, where we played off for third and fourth slot spot. Again, that was a relatively close affair, but uh, a mixture of high-end, top-quality piloting by myself and some very bad action rolling by you caused uh, me to uh, win. Yeah, man. Uh, well, as you well know, uh, I was very, very salty about my orange action dice. Very salty about them. In fact, I'm looking at the table now, set up for our next game. I'm like, oh, man, I've put the same bloody action dice out. Yeah, I'll leave them there. Yeah, sure. Although it's not a very action-focused uh, build, this one. Yeah, they they were good matches until I started getting aggravated in the third game. <laughs> 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 yeah, I went, I went full-on like sea salt job with these bloody dice. But it was good. It was close. It could have gone either way, to be fair. Uh, just went the uh, the better way in the end. Yeah, here we go. He's had a little a little taste, a little taste of former glories. I see all, it very much like it's all a, coming out of him now. Pro athlete who's maybe like <laughs> taking a year off uh, right, for see. personal reasons, and then you know, it's, it's just making his way back slowly but surely through the ranks to yet again become a champion of his chosen art form. Well, you know, okay. Time will tell. Well, will it? That's the thing. Well, yeah, we, we may or may not get a nationals. We'll, let's see what what on earth is going on there. I'm waiting for uh, a Canada like, yeah, nationals. It's tomorrow. Come if you can. Oh yeah, I, that that will be frustrating if that happens. It will, mate. You are really not very talkative tonight, are you? No, I'm I'm, I'm tuned out. And now uh, I have a eight year old girl who's appeared at the doorway holding a stomach. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sit down for a sec. Let me finish this segment with Andy. And then we'll have a chat. Kids, man. Who'd have them? Who'd have them? So what who'd else have you been up to? That's about it. Yeah? I think, yeah. Oh, we played... Uh, me and the competitive... Hashtag competitive wife played a little bit of Azul. And a little bit of the Nefarious, the scientist one. On Saturday night. Cool. Yeah. Awesome stuff. I um, obviously played those games with you. I uh, also played a few games of Dreadball, which is a Mantic oh. mini- uh, a miniatures game made by Mantic. Yeah, I know uh, that which one. Yeah. Is like, uh, it's a little bit like Speedball, the old computer game. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before in the yes. intros. Yes. Uh, but uh, played a few games of that, really mm-hmm. liked it. Won one, lost one, which is quite cool because I've not played it before, which was nice. Had a few rose round to the uh, yard to play some board games um, <laughs> that's what the kids do nowadays in it in it um uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah that's good cool uh after that what have we got on the episode today what have we got on the episode today uh so we are revisiting the unsung heroes segment we uh, well, i don't think we've done one of these for a long while now actually uh, for ages yeah, um, so that way we're going to talk about a couple of cards that we think are overlooked, have got the potential to make an impact on certain teams. Uh, and then we have our next guest on the Ministry of Dice's The Bar today. Yeah. How exciting. Who have yeah. got left? Have we been through every Dice Masters player in the world? <laughs> no, well, certainly not. <laughs> All nine of us. Yeah, certainly not. Although apparently we're, the game is dead again. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Dead yeah. game dead game yeah we're all doomed yeah blah 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 blah. oh there he is he's cracking one open 
All right, well, we'll wrap this up and move on to the next segment, and I'll go find out what Minimus 6 has got going on. Hope she doesn't vomit some tomato soup and mangoes. Mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, welcome back, folks. And, oh, squeaky chair. Oh, squeaky, squeaky. I squoked it. I squoked it by accident. I thought I would make make it it an event. Are you having a squanch? Somebody somebody will get that joke. Uh, Somebody out there. That went over my head. Yeah, okay. Somebody out there will get it. It's a a message and explain it to Andy. Uh, Yeah, the Unsung Heroes. We're returning to Unsung Heroes. Do we have a theme song for Unsung Heroes? We might do now you said that. I'll have a look. We might do by, uh, by Monday. All right, okay. Well, um, we'll put it in now, if we have. I need a hero. I'm holding out for an unsung hero at the end of the night. Right, there you go. So if you heard a theme song, we do have one. If you didn't, then we don't. <laughs> Andy Fail. Yeah, and I hope you enjoyed those few moments of silence. <laughs> Yes, unsung heroes. So let's explain. What we like to do sometimes is have a look. So let's say you've got a meta card or something that's really eye-catching. Loads of people playing with it, experimenting with it, giving it a go. What we like to do is go and have a look at the other one or two copies of that card from the same set and just check that there's not a little gem hidden away in there that, that might actually have a place on teams or you know we've all been a bit bamboozled and our eyes have been caught by the shiny that we might have missed something and going on that that actually could prove beneficial for teams we're, we're building and making we kind of become a bit kind of focused too much on on one of the set uh, and previous examples would include uh, we did one uh, another uh, one of the other bards if i remember rightly uh yeah i think we did a the protection one yeah that's right we did a few we did Dark Empathy, didn't we? You talked about that. Yes, yeah, the Street Dark Empathy, because everyone was, is obsessed with... Sonic Beam! Sonic Beam, yeah. Blech. Worst card in the game. So, yeah, we've uh, we've been away. We've been had a look and dug out a couple of unsung heroes. And I will, actually, at this point, say thank you to uh, two of my local players, Mike Ryder and Paul Fullwood. Hello, guys. Because they kind of put this back in put this back in my mind with a card that they've, they've both been using a little bit recently that made me go, ooh, Unsung Hero. That's pretty much what we're going to talk about, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So uh, we've got a card each. Should we? Where, should, would you like to go first or shall I? Um, I'll go first. Okie dokie then, mate. Well, share with us your Unsung Hero. So my Unsung Hero is one that you told me earlier is one that Mr. Ryder uses quite mm. frequently and is... The collector, mm. but not the collector Tanlier Tivan. No. But collector, the power primordial. Ooh, and what does he do, please, Andrew? Did I pr- pronounce that right? Power primordial, yeah. Oh, cool. Go me. So, six cost, like, no, no, it's more expensive than the collector collector. Um, he's a mask, he's a villain, he is max four dice, and his ability reads, when fielded, you and target opponent each select one of your unpurchased dice. Choose one and place the selected die in your used pile. Remove the other die from the game. I won't bother with the stats because we all know them, really. Yeah. yeah so, sure. uh, yeah. So, obviously, we're going for the one where you can collect her and stuff for two cheaper mm. because it's proper strong. Arge proved that. Na- at, yeah. uh, National Championship team. Very yeah. recently. But this one... Crikey, Riley. So um, I would admit that I didn't really looked at it until uh, we discussed it earlier on. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll pick me, my big fat Grod or Methanos. Yeah. You can pick something. Well, I'll then put in Methanos a- in, the, uh, in the reserve pool. If you pick something that is half decent, I could rob that instead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, I know you said before, it's a, a little bit more expensive at the six, but you are, in essence, getting two dice for the price of one. Yeah. Which is which is lovely. So, Mike, who, um, I think it was a, it might have been, it first kind of hit my radar. I think Mike was using it at the one big weekend live that we had at Fanboy 3 in Manchester. Um, and I actually admittedly glanced at his team and just, oh, collector team, and, and didn't notice yeah. that it was the other one. And he was playing it with, oh, this is going to bug the hell out of me now. One of the, it's a, one of the big orc war machines. Stomper. 
Stomper, that's right. He was playing it with Stomper, which I think is a nine, eight or nine cost. It's a nine, I think. Yeah, so he was uh, ramping up to the six for the collector, fielding the collector, and then selecting his nine cost Stomper. I was then, you know, obviously just choosing some builds that I, I felt I could afford to lose the dice on. Uh, and he was getting his Stomper in the use pile for, for basically free. That's amazing. It's really good. Mental, yeah. Mental strong. Now, and ramping up to six is not that much of a challenge. No, it's not horrific, is it? But I suppose if you've got a KO mechanic in there, KO him, do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it just puts those, well, you could double up on a six cost or it puts the seven, eight, and nines in the mix a little bit more easily, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, And the fact that you're making your opponent lose a dice and place it out of play is is beneficial. I mean, sure, your opponent will pick something that they feel they can afford to lose. But like you say, if you're able to refield him or uh, repeat the effect, then it's just applying pressure. Yeah, no, it's very cool. I'm going to have to have a tinker about with that, see what I can come up with. Because, yeah, if you get like, what's got a KO mechanic, that Gazgul Thracker has, doesn't he? Mm. So potentially you could use collector to get him so you don't have to ramp up to the six again uh, and then he's in the field and what you do is you you, what do you place the selected die in your use pile okay so he's got to come through but if you do that early you field him then you could do res or the other you know things like uh, throw brick whatever start journey whatever mechanics you've got there to try and push it through quicker yeah Mimic, for example, you know, field a sidekick and then you got it next turn. What's the basic action you've been using lately? Power or Mighty. No, the one that, um, well, yes, you have been using that one lately, but um, the one that grabs dice out of the use pile. Oh, yeah, the um, misdirection. Yeah. Baby uh, Polymoth. Unless, unless you're supposed to put that dice in the transition until the end of your turn, of course. Let's not start that again. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> put it in the transition zone anymore. <laughs> um, or I should say, use pile. Uh, yeah, so very cool. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of different connotations and I can't. What another word for connotations? Permutations uh, that you can put together with that. If not, just keep fielding the bugger. Get it nice and early. Ping it off every turn. Throw yeah. it out there and just let you. You flip an opponent and lose all his dice. Yeah, and not have to pay for any of your own dice anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Could you potentially just use it on a collector for the first few turns and then just be, like, filled in loads? You could, couldn't you? You could pick another dice. You can have rack up four on collector, get the first one, put the next one in used, and then just constantly cycle a load of collectors around so that you're just doing it constantly until you run out of dice. That'd be crazy. Does it, does it say other dice or does it just say a die? One of your unpurchased dice. Right, yeah. So uh, I don't see any reason why you couldn't do that. So just load up on them. So a Ring of Winter, Tree Captain. <laughs> it's going to put the pressure on, isn't it? Just to get, but purchase your wink on before it runs out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's lots of lots of, of cards that people just, I mean, I know I do it. They just play with two dice on it. Yeah, the thing is with the other collector, I started putting one dice on things that I need. Yes. So, like, Shriek, my uh, Nats team last year, I ended up only putting one Shriek on the car because of you, mostly. Because <laughs> 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 it kept getting nicked. Um, so, yeah. So, cool. There we go. Well right. done, Michael Ryder. Yes. I'm not well going to take the credit for it because it's, 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 he's the one that... Uh, um, has, bit, has used it so uh, put it on good work radar. mate yeah absolutely uh, and I think Mike has been using my choice as well a little bit but it was Paul playing it the other night that as I say before made me go oh yeah there's an unsung hero so I'd like to talk about the Cree soldier Stagnant Evolution it's a horrible name for a card isn't it <laughs> yeah well I might put it on the on the next dirty euphemisms list um <laughs> <laughs> but this is a two-cost fist, and his game text reads, While Kree Soldier is active, your character dice with purchase cost of three or less are free to field. It seems so simple. Yeah, they almost like, oh, yeah, no, I don't need that. But in this day and age, there is quite a high volume of two- and three-cost meta cards that have really painful fielding costs, especially at their level three. Uh, like, mm. I can immediately think of, you know, I play Boom Boom a lot. 
Um, she has two fielding costs at a level three. She's a, a sub um, three purchase cost car. Jubilee has two purchase cost, uh, fielding costs at a top yeah. end. Grey Hunter. Yeah, Grey Hunter, another great example. The Parasite. Oh, yeah. Two fielding costs at the top end. And these are all just two costs. I'm not even expanded into thinking about fielding costs uh, for three purchase costs. But at his cost of two in, in his own right, He's just a little bit more beneficial. You know, people have used Nick Fury in the past for Avengers teams, uh, Commissioner Gordon for non-villains mm. lists. Uh, X-Men have used the promo Wolverine, uh, Xavier's School to discount their fielding costs. But all those guys are four to purchase. Yeah. Now, admittedly, they you get their benefit on the three, uh, four plus purchase dice, but I can just see it speeding things up for you. You know. Yeah, definitely. Plus, if you're not having to pay for the uh, the weenies fields, hopefully you don't have enough energy left over to get that purchase a bit quicker. Have that left over to pay the extra for your, you know, your three fielding cost Thanos. Well, yeah. I mean, I, uh, my most immediate thought is, you know, like a Wong Parasite build with Insect Plague Global. Mm. That's a that's that's one that springs to mind immediately. Wong has uh, is it purchase cost of one? Uh, uh, fielding cost of one, sorry. Fielding cost is like something like zero zero one or zero one one. Zero one one, and then parasite is. I th- I'm pretty sure he's one one two. Mm. So get your Cree soldier in in your first turn. Do your shenanigans to get him uh, prepped over. In you know, do your prep global at the end of the second yeah. turn. In the second turn, buy your Wong, buy your parasite. Turn three, the Cree soldiers hitting the field, ready to go. Turn four, you're rolling your Wong and your Parasite and you're fielding them for free. Very cool. Yeah, just speeds everything up. And then, of course, you've got that surplus in energy just sat there waiting to use, you know, to pay for your inset play global or buy more buy more Wongs or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just think in the meta right now, there's a lot of low purchase but high fielding cost meta cards that are, you know, not, not just... Uh, you know the win conditions. They're not just utility cards. They're, mm. they're they're win conditions, but with those those painful fielding costs, and he he mitigates that entirely. You know, just think back to when you used to play your Grey Hunter staff of the Forgotten One list. Yeah, there the, when he rolled on the top face, it was good that he got the high attack, but bad because it's two. Mm. And you were planning on KOing him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's a great example of when you might want to use something like that Cree soldier is when you're using a two cost dice with a high fielding cost, but it's a dice you're planning on KOing or sacrificing in some way or throwing down the field and refielding repeatedly, you know, yeah. No, they're good. Or knobs. <laughs> you know, I can just think of tons that, that would really, really benefit from having that fielding cost pain taken out of the equation. Yeah. yeah. Good work. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, Manchester lot got some got an eye out for a good card. Yeah, well we're we're a janky crowd. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so there you go, folks. A couple of unsung heroes. Let us know if you, maybe you've got an idea of some of a great card to pair up with the collector that you think would be a good synergy there. Uh, perhaps you can think of some other two or three cost cards that you'd want to eliminate the fielding cost on that would be a good combo with the Cree soldier let us know in the comments go to facebook go to the britroller6.com blah 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 blah. Uh, also if you've got any ideas building teams around those two cards uh, we're always on the lookout for teams to give a play on our wednesday night live streams on youtube yeah uh, absolutely so why not have a crack at building a collector team with the six cross collector uh, and fire it over to us and one, uh, let us know which one of us you want to play it and um, we'll, we'll we'll build it and get it out on the get it out on the map. Yeah, good idea. Nice, nice little segue into that as well. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I'm, I may be I may be off my game, but I'm still on my game. You know what I'm saying? My when I'm on my game, no. When I'm off, well, there you go. That all yeah. that just illustrated entirely, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you thank you very much yeah <laughs> on to the next segment yeah on to the next segment this is a good one this one now is it yeah it's the bar oh i like the bar yes hello folks welcome back and once again it's it's just we are the ministry of dice is just a, a, a little wrapped up bundle of joy every two weeks for you to open up and have we got a present inside this bundle today we've got reg 
from Dice Masters in the Great White North, joining us today to have a quick interview and play the bar. Welcome, Reg. Thanks for having me. Good to be on. It's, it is our pleasure, my man. It's absolutely our pleasure. So, uh, Reg, we've we've corresponded a great deal over the social medias, and we spoke a little bit, I think, one time after, would it be the one big weekend online? I believe it was. We had a good chat with the group. It was, mm, uh, yeah, it, it was a, a good weekend. It finished off the, uh, the, the what the six games we played that day. It did, yeah. Um, and and at that point, nobody was streaming, nobody was recording. That conversation just took place between the what the seven or eight of us that were there, <laughs> that were there in that hangout. Yeah, so, that was recorded. That would have been a right. <laughs> well. I, I can we remember it. The only thing I remember from that was you had Lemoncello, or you were oh, done yeah. with Lemoncello. Everybody everyone was it. pretty much, yeah, everyone was on there. They were they were little goggly eyes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, but said, it was a good weekend, good weekend of dice. Just like what we had a couple weeks ago, we had the last week, we had the four Nats. That was a good weekend of dice, which yeah. you guys happen to, which you guys are, I guess, forecasting. You're doing your third four match. Mm, that's right, fun. yeah. A, li- a little glimpse behind the curtain there. To, that's right. Because we pre-recording. I don't think we've ever played before as well before that weekend. No, I think you're right. Um, and uh, well, you played Andy, didn't you, last weekend? That's right. we- I don't think I've ever played you, and I played Andy just last weekend. That was it. Yeah, yeah, which is surprising, really, because we're always sort of around. I spend a lot of time on the on the lower end of the <laughs> on the lower end of the rankings. So if you want to play me, usually. <laughs> well, if you want to play me, you've got to drop a couple of games early. Right. <laughs> Come and meet me in the gutter tier. You know what I mean? <laughs> I remember the next tournament. We'll do that, and then watch. That'll be the one you go three and zero to start. So. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, no, that's the, the likelihood of that happening. Let's let's get real. Uh, the likelihood of happening. I, I have my 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 moments of of glory, my little twi- turns of luck. But um, I I know my place in the world. <laughs> we we have our one tournament out of what twenty that we finish, and that's the one we always recall and we're fine with. Remember that uh, one time I was in the finals, and yeah, yeah. Remember that one time you're in the finals, Andy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a uh, it was a sunny day in Manchester. It was May the fifth, two thousand seventeen. I had one game. I had Ben down to eleven life. It was pretty damn good. <laughs> but I, I've beaten Ben a couple of times before. Yeah, yeah. I beat him in UK Nationals last year. Or was that, in the, quali- was that in the qualifiers? Do you remember the eight card you had? Yeah, what was I playing? <laughs> so, when you play, uh, me and Ben played um, not a lot, a lot, but we certainly encountered each other frequently. And, you know, you have to take the little wins. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You have to take the little wins when you're playing Ben. Right. Um, oh, do you know what? Actually, I do remember what it was. Uh, ben, you'll be listening. Maybe remind me. But I think he had a Red Dragon team, you know, the um, Red Eyes sidekicky one. And I was playing a Colossus Piotr Rasputin team. Mm. I think. But anyway, that's about me and Ben. And more about you, Reg. Great. So uh, I'd be surprised if we've got any listeners uh, that aren't already aware. But uh, just in case they aren't, uh, you have a YouTube channel. We do. Me and Kim have, uh, we started up, it was about two years ago now. Sure. And playing locally, I, I met Kim, uh, found ourselves, you know, two people playing in, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we met up at a, at our local shop and there was four players. And we had an idea saying, hey, we should put some online content up. And that was when originally me and Kim, we came up with an affiliation tournament. And I know we don't have too many people watch it, but we basically made 16 different teams all affiliated and we put it in a bracket and did a tournament. And slowly but surely, we started getting a following. Mm. Um, I'm not an editing guru like everyone else, so our videos are very poor. But there's still gameplay in it, and uh, we had a lot of fun doing it. So, And through that, we got into the, the community, uh, starting to meet a few people. People confuse us with the DM North. But, uh, uh, yeah, the, the other colonial channel. On the other side of Canada, but uh, I know one day we just rename it. We're just probably going to be Dice Masters in the Great North soon. We don't have to put the Kim and Reg. People should know it. But um, yeah, through that, we've gotten to know all the people in in Canada and around the world. So it's been good. Um, We are planning doing another affiliation tournament. Uh, They are kind of slow, the games, when we play them, because we don't usually put a lot of the action dice and uh, we don't put super rares in. So it's kind of a a slow-moving game and 
broken cards we kind of take out from certain sets, like Serena wouldn't be on the Avengers team, just to, to make the games a little bit closer. And uh, yeah, but on that, we do a couple videos. We throw some stuff on DM North, and we usually record the WDA games we play or any other kind of tournaments we play. So, and I'd like to say we yeah we do a pretty good job for the community. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was about to say something then that leapt into my head, but I think you brought it up. Yeah, because you've written some articles for the guys over at DM North uh, occasionally, haven't you? Yes, I I know. I just had one this week put up, which showed up everybody posting their um, camera stands or mounts kind of couple crafty videos i've done on yes camera mounts Uh, for like go ahead Uh, i was gonna say didn't you You did a a dice tray didn't you at one point that's right yeah and that was inspired i think james had um, a video where he probably paid a lot of money for the wooden tray Mm. and and i made one out of a piece of foam board and i've seen the ones online where you have to cut the pieces and it's like takes three years to build it and I was like, you know what? Take a simple square and make a, you know, a rectangle out of PVC foam, and you can do that. And I think it fits 700 dice in one campaign box. So all my stuff's in four boxes. You can't sure. move it and transport it because it's kind of weak. But, <laughs> but on the shelf, it's fine. I've done that. I've got, uh, I got some dice towers I've made. Um, lots of other stuff. And I guess the big one too that people know is I make the tokens. Yes. And kind of everyone's like, oh, you're the token guy, and I'm like, yes. yes. And uh, just for anyone who's watching, anyone who wants tokens, they are free. I never charge for them. Just send me a note, and I will send you off a pack of whatever tokens you want. Um, usually, I did that. That was on the goodwill of uh, from the one big weekend uh, when Arch did all his stuff for the community. I decided to give back and send them out. So, as I said, it's it's kind of a good thing to give back, and it's nice to see gameplay when you see a token drop on the the board. I'm like, hey, that's mine. That was kind of cool. They yeah, it's something cool. to give back. Yeah, and I mean, it's something to give back to the community. When when people do so much for it, you know, you want to do as much as you can. So I, I keep meaning to. So I, I have a set myself, folks, uh, and I've also got Andy's set right now. And they fit poker chips, don't they? That's the... Yeah. The, the I didn't side. ship the poker chips. I sent out the stickers. I've only... Actually, I've had two negative comments back, and that was people saying, why didn't I ship them the poker chips? And which was ridiculous because it costs like way too much to ship from Canada. And it's like you go to any of your, you know, rubber stores, you can find poker chips in anywhere. And they're just plain stickers. And when you look at them, you're like, oh, I could have done that. Like, mm. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> that's, why they're, that's why they're free. So, yeah, dude, I won't worry about it. If that's all you're getting in terms of negative feedback, yeah, I, I'll share some of the instant messages and comments that I get sometimes. And that'll, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that'll make you feel a hell of a lot better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean when I said about me, what? How do you get lovely things said about me? Um, uh, that's because I filter them out before you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Before you see them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know you're sensitive, so caring parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but other than that, instead, we've got some other stuff uh, in the tube for us. I mean, I know I also create a lot of the promo teams. Uh, I just make up some cards. I got some cool Black Order ones coming, and I usually they get submitted onto the DM North page where I try to finish off when you get what. Uh, four what's it inhuman cards so it's like why do they only give us four inhuman cards you know i try yeah. to make the rest of the set and those are all getting posted hopefully there'll be some more articles on that but just something for people when they're playing it for fun you know making cards up is kind of a neat thing to do yeah yeah um and uh, i was looking at um is it corvus did i see you post a corvus yeah, yeah. I, don't corvus know the Clave, I think it is yeah Clave, yeah yeah um so uh, just just give it giving loads into the community there reg well, that that black order set them coming. It's got some cool cards, and I'm bringing back rare crow in it. Um, Shriek is in it. There's a bunch. Like I've reprinted <laughs> the abilities and stuff, and Jeez. yeah. So it's, it's there's some really neat globals, and I think we've test played it. It's um, it's got some really good abilities, and actually we're gonna put it in our two team or the uh, affiliation tournament. Me and Kim do it. So just to see, so people can see how they play. Yeah, we try to do whatever we can for the community, but in the end, I mean, it's all based on everyone else has been so nice in the community. So all you can do is try to give back as much as you can. So, uh, yeah, it is a it is a tremendous community. Although what I will say is that uh, there is absolutely no reason to be reprinting Shriek. I don't know 
where that kind of mad decision came from. I think you and Kim need to go and have words with yourself. I did bump it to a four cost, so it still doesn't make a difference. <laughs> but, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> All right, I'll, I will burn that card. How's that? Well, there are three versions, so you can just, I'll send you a 29 card version instead of a 30 card version. Yeah, fair, yeah that's fair. That's fair. Absolutely. Go. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I would much rather, though, get rid of Green Devil Mask. Oh, really? Um, all the yes, all the blink transmutations. I would love to get rid of all those. Oh uh, yeah, Freak I'm fine with because if I have my force attacker, which is my favorite card, I'm happy with that. I just didn't like they put the Black Widow force attack on the same as the promo, like in the same Black Widow with the uh, promo. So I don't really have a force attacker if I have to run that promo one. Yeah, sure. You're not a fan of the force uh, force blocks, are you? And uh, not force blocks. Sorry, the distraction globals, Andy. No. No, it doesn't really suit the uh, the aggro attacking game, or you know half of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you know, if you like a good wombo combo that deals direct damage, then why wouldn't you put blink transmutation on your team? It's a perfect fit. It is. Mm? It's on so many different cards now as well. So yeah, absolutely. It's a, yeah, you got so you, you can put static field on. You could put. Uh, Kate, Kate Bishop, Bishop, although if how you'd fit her in your team while you're running the common one, I don't know, but uh, some people might make choices of that nature. Uh, or in, in your golden, you've got blink, you've got distraction. Yeah, it's it's tremendous global. I think it's uh, long may it, long may it rain. I don't think it's going anywhere. No, I don't think so either. Although, uh, as we've said many times, the w, I think the WWE set's going to pendulum swing and start affecting the direct damage game. I. Would I have a conversation today with someone about the one, uh, the one character that's an eight-eight? Mm. Can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, the redhead. Uh, her subtitle is uh, "I'm the man." Is I'm it? The man or... Or something. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, a five cost, and what is it? A five-five-seven-seven-eight-eight. Yeah, uh, on and two I... fielding costs as well at that eight-eight. Um, right. With with the Rip Hunters chalkboard global on her, no less. Oh yeah. And I and I think it's when fielded you get to use a basic action if it rolls. You get to pick one, roll it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that's that would easily be an eight cost back in the day. So you look if you have Cree Captain or that other wrestler that lowers stuff by two, I think. Azuka. Uh, yeah. So you have that with Creek you can get it for one and just I don't know. And you can rip it over, which just could be some crazy stuff. Yeah, that's it's gonna be madness. Uh, I think I'm in for a miserable time when WWE turns up, and I think Andy's in for party time when it turns up. <laughs> oh, it'll be interesting to see the other cards, though, to see what if they have her as an 8-8, what are they going to do with Andre the Giant and yeah, all the other big boys? I don't know how they're going to how that's going to work. Because typically that card should be a 7 or 8 cost. So I don't know how it's getting a 5, but they got something up their sleeves. Uh, well, time will tell. We've We've said that phrase before. Yeah. Now, it's, the WWE, does it come out before the dungeon set? Well, oh, I don't know. Um, I get confused with release dates, so I just wait until I get the email from IFLGS and respond accordingly. You know, So, yeah, I'm not I'm not really certain on that front. I think um, the dungeon set's going to be some interesting stuff, I think. Yeah, they've not spoiled a great deal there yet, though, have they? No, they haven't. I think they got a lot of stuff coming. Historically, well, though, the Dungeons and Dragons stuff has always been strong. Yeah. You think of Battle for Ferran and... Feral Under Siege and Tomb of Annihilation, all of the cards there, you've got pretty strong set when compared them to things like UXM. And, UXM, yeah. So, the Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Deadpool. Mm. So, yeah, be cool to see. We talked for a long time about um, the MOPDMs and doing a, a, a D&D only one, didn't we, at one point? Yeah. The only reason we eliminated it was because we didn't want it to be a barrier for, you know, if people didn't have big D&D collections or they were modern-only players, so they jumped on when Tomb of Annihilation was big and didn't really have much of the previous two sets. We didn't want to end up kind of making it exclusionary that way. But if there, were, if there was more of the cards around in the UK of the earlier D&D sets, we, we probably would have gone for it because I, I think there's some stuff in there that just doesn't get explored enough. You know. Mm. Definitely. So uh, speaking of tournaments, organizing your own tournaments, Reg, one thing you do is you organize online leagues. That's right. The league I created, what, about a month ago? Yeah, it was, um, so that idea came up, uh, again, kind of based on how we do the affiliations. And we see everyone playing meta teams, and it's always the same eight, or, you know, four of the eight cards you see on everyone's team playing. 
So I came up with an idea of, of this league. Number one, it's a team building where you, you have a teammate. So every week you get to play, picking your team with your partner, who gets one card. Because your two teams, they have to be unique. So you both couldn't have Shriek. Um, you'd have to have a different version of it. You build two teams and you play against an opponent, kind of like a football match or a soccer sure. match. Yeah. Um, where you know you rotate over the course of six weeks, you play every team twice. Um, I also have it that you have a home and away team. So the way you played, if you're matched up against, let's say it was me and Kim against uh, you and Andy, it would be, we could be the home team. We get to pick the campaign box. Right. You being the visitors, you then come back and pick the, the we pick the team pack. So for that week, our match would have the sets available from the team pack and the campaign box. So um, we've had four weeks we've done now. And I don't think we've had one single mirror match where all eight cards were the exact same. So it's been kind of neat to see, you know, if you have a set like Justice, you know, everyone's going to have Adam on it. Uh, now that he's been nerfed a little, it's a little different. But so we had two teams had both had Adam and then uh, they obviously won against the other teams. But the second match would be a Grodd team with the Superman Overcrush. Mm. And uh, they, they were some interesting matches because when you have seven of the eight cards might be the same. That one card made a big difference in the match. So so we played. You play around Robin. So there's four matches in a, in a given night. And then you get points for winning, points for going to time. Uh, they're only half-hour games, so they're actually pretty quick. You can get them done an hour and a half for the night. Um, yeah, and, and it's a round-robin thing we've been playing. It's been good. I like to compare the format to... It's like opening up a campaign box and playing from that. So... And what we're finding is a lot of cards, we're going through our binders, and I'm pulling out five or six cards every week of stuff I've never played before. So when you play the, you know, the, uh, what's the set? The X-Men cards, like you're bringing out Kitty Pride from X-Men First Class. Like she was actually a great card in, in X-Men First Class. So in set. But if you play it in a meta set, you would never play her. So it's been a lot of fun to uh, to play. We've got two weeks left. We're going to playoffs. And I think we're all pretty close right now in the standings. And yeah, we're looking to expand it for season two we're, we're tweaking the rules and stuff uh, there has been some feedback and we're looking at doing an east coast in uh, north america a west coast division and even a potentially a european division so people want to play out in europe so we need someone to run it but um and organize it but it doesn't take much to do <laughs> well, i'm able to say that but that's right it's you know not that much I'm we have a spread yeah, well we have a spreadsheet it's got stats we do every uh so every game you play you have to kind of say how much life did you have left did you go to turns uh, who's the mvp and kind of like a news clipping of what the match was the big turn and i kind of keep track of all that in a spreadsheet so at the end we have a mvp trophy we'll give out to the card that was the best uh, just for fun and it's just it's extra stats that are not needed but why not? Right. So, but yeah, I think people are enjoying it and uh, we only have eight, four teams and it's eight, uh, eight players. You get your own little cool team name, I guess, when you play. So I don't know if you guys saw the logos for those or we did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. Um, I'm generally the one that keeps plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) But me and Josh Bodie, we're the whiz kids blank. So our logo is pretty simple. It's just, it's a blank circle. Yeah, Um, I think uh, I watched one of your videos, and I might have even messaged you at the time because I was like, "What is that weird white circle in the corner of his (laughs) playmat? What, what's going on there?" Uh, And that, of course, was your team logo that you were. That's right. Wonderful. The blanks. Yeah. Uh, So if uh, somebody listening was like, "Oh, that sounds really interesting. I might, I might like to get involved in season two. Uh, Where should they keep an eye out, and when should they keep an eye out?" Well, we typically we have um, they they give us a folder in the Discord channel for the Dice Master Online. There's a whole folder there. Um, I mean, people know how to reach out to me on Discord. But basically, you ask someone in the community, they'll they'll point you the right direction to me. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do season two. It might be in the fall because I know there's another couple tournaments going on probably at the end of the summer here. But yeah, just reach out to me. I'll get in touch with the right people. And if you are looking at heading the league. Uh, or one of the divisions, definitely reach out to me and I'll give you all the information that you need. I'm a very easy person to find in the community. So. Sure, sure. Very good. So head on over to the Discord channel, find your way over to the League sub channel. Is that yes, right? Am, I using, the, am I using the right jargon? Sub-forming. Let's use that. Yeah. Yeah. And get in touch with Reg uh, and keep your eyes out there for announcements and updates, et cetera, et cetera. Excellent. Well, uh, thank, yeah, thanks for sharing, Reg. So uh, I, I suppose all that's left to say before we get down to the real business at hand is, you know, thanks ever so much. Oh, well, thank you for having me again. 
No, uh, I wasn't thanking you for coming on, Reg. I was thanking you for your contribution to the community. Oh, jeez. Well, of course. Smooth. <laughs> yeah well you know the thing is and, and i know i've said this before there's a number of us who are content creators for the game and you kind of throw your stuff out into the void and it tends it strikes me that you, you don't tend to hear necessarily about when you're doing it right you don't tend to hear about when people are grateful for what you're doing and, and how you're contributing you only tend to hear when someone's got an issue or they want to challenge you or they've got some negative feedback some critical feedback to share you know so i think it's important to take that moment and say you know thanks very much thanks for organizing leagues thanks for the tokens thanks for the great videos they're very much appreciated if only by me <laughs> you know what it, it, and no you get the feedback from people it, it's it's nice i mean you hear the feedback that's why it's such a good group we have in the online community here um there's you know there's a couple that that might be negative but you just ignore those i mean that's the thing i mean if it's constructive i understand and that's always good feedback but when someone complains that, you know, I said I got complaints on the, the tokens. The guy sent it to me and said, my stickers don't stick. Like, okay, do you want a refund? You know, like that's, that's my answer. But, and, I, you know, and even then still, like, people did complain. <clears throat> I did send out new tokens to the person. I mean, you know, I shipped, the, it was a package to, it was Portugal I sent out a package to. And uh, they were so happy to get the package back. And, and he said, oh, I wish we had more cards. And I shipped all my cards. Because typically when I sent a package, I also sent whatever cards a person needed on their wish list. You know, if I had extra cards or I didn't have a lot of rares, but I would send anything I could to a person. Um, and I mean, karma has been good. People have sent back many cards to me. So, and that's where, again, good karma comes back at you. So, so when I say, uh, yeah, I've been good to the community, the community has been good to me too. So, I mean, it's a, more of an applaud to everybody. There as you well. go. The Dice Masters pay it forward system. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you very much for that little chat there, Reg. But now it's time to get serious. This is the real business. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope you're ready. Uh, do you need some time to prepare, <laughs> get in the zone, do your warm-ups, anything like that? I'm stretching right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. He's paying a fist. Right. Um, so we've, uh, Yeah, we're going to put that in now. About now? Uh, hang on, give it a minute for some tension. We'll put it in now. Right, then over to you, Andy. Okay, so the bar is two minutes of quick-fire questions. Uh, if you know the answer, shout it out. If you don't know the answer, you can guess, and I'll give you the right answer. Or you can play tactical and pass, and I will go on to the next question straight away. Uh, your chosen specialist subject is the Deadpool set, uh, which, curiously, you only own six cards for, so this should be uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> it should be very interesting. <laughs> And uh, Chris will count us in, and I will start firing off the questions. Let's see how you do. Yeah, so I'll run the timer. I'll give you a shout at one minute, 30 seconds, and 10 seconds, Reg. Perfect. Okay, right. Andy, are you ready? Ready. Reginald, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, then, gents, on your marks, get set, go. What affiliation are all versions of Agent Carter? Agent Carter Shield. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, what is the sub subtitle of the Uncommon Blind Owl card? Uncommon? Uh, actually, I have that one. Stay in the Dead Hunt. Uh, no, it's laxatives in your food. Uh, ah, what uncommon. is the purchase cost of all three versions of Deadpool? Deadpool is five. Correct. What is the keyword ability that features on two of the Deadpool cards? Uh, Deadpool. Deadly. Correct. Rare Electra, Way of the Stick. When active, your character dice with purchase cost of two or less cannot be targeted by what? A global abilities. Correct. What is the colour of the free chimichangas dice? Brown. No, it's yellow. Uh, what energy Black. type is Lady Bullseye? Lady Bullseye. Shield. And that's a bolt. When Common Modoc, most powerful brain alive, is active, your opponent must pay one energy to reroll dice and to one minute. do what else? Unless they pay one per die. Uh, or they have to spin a die to a different level. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you that's correct. Uh, what color are Medusa's dice? Medusa's dice green. That's purple. Uh, motorcycle yeah. Global. Pay fist to do what? 
Pay fist to remove blocked character. Correct. What is the max dice for multiple man pylon? Six. Correct. What affiliation are all versions of Scarlet Witch? 30 seconds. Scarlet Witch is a... Oh, um, X-Men. Correct. Rare Storm had a tune before a tune was a thing. What is the subtitle of this card? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, good, uh, with Lightning something. Uh, with Super Rare X23, both players roll their dice from their prep area to give her a 2-plus attack buff. Does the buff count the number of energy or the number of energy faces? Number of... Uh, Energy faces. No, it's number of energy. Uh, oh. Bummer. Nice. <laughs> Seems to do well. It's like slow and steady getting them through. He's tightening up the right scores. Uh oh. Let's do a drum roll. Are you ready? Did I get more than three? Nine. Ta da. It's a good uh, score, nine. So there was one here that you passed on that I don't think Andy gave you the answer on, um, which was the second to last question. So is the subtitle of Rare Storm is Extra Lightning. So you're super ah, close. Lightning. Yeah. Extra <laughs> Lightning. So Motorcycle has a global. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. I, I didn't. One it's a, it's a fist too, isn't it? I think it's a fist. Uh, it is, uh, yes, pay fist to remove target blocked character from attack zone. Yeah, wow. it's my favorite global. No, what's character from the attack? Did it never? Not once. But, see, I say this every time someone plays the bar reg. I'd have never got nine in that. Ne no, not in a, not in a month of Sundays. I didn't know. Probably, mate. I could have done four. I reckon. I I will say I guessed it. Probably a lot of the stuff. It was like ah global. I don't know. And I was like correct. I was like great. Um, yeah. I, and I did, it would have helped last night because I only have like five or six packs I bought from Deadpool. So I do know one of them was Scarlet Witch. So I did know she was an X-Men or else I would have totally said Brotherhood. Mm. So I did do a little studying, especially when I was like, oh, I picked Deadpool. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's paid off, mate. It's paid off. Yeah, there you go. Nine. Very good. Uh, strong That doesn't score. put me at the bottom. That's good. Now, who is at the bottom? Oh, well, overall in the lifetime of the, the bar... The bottom spot is Chris. me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Chris from Chris and Rob's Game Room. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. It's phenomenal uh, three. This, I can't remember. We keep forgetting to update the leaderboard on the website, but who's uh, in this year's run? It's all been very close. Lots of 9, 10, 11s, isn't there? Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll have to check. There's quite a yeah, few in there. That's it. Yeah, we'll have to go back and check. I'll do this. Need... I'll do it for the next podcast. I'll get the, uh, the leaderboard up to date. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. Anyway, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go buy a gravity feed of Deadpool and then you can have me back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, do some revision this time around. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it's uh, people say that all the time. That it's actually it feels more pressurized than it, than it might initially appear when you listen to it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm calling Kingpin on this bad boy. Because uh, um, we need to keep some space for s some other exciting content in this episode that may have already happened or may yet happen. Because I don't know how I'm going to edit the episode yet. So let's see. But Reg, once again, thank you so very much for joining us today. Yeah, everybody, Reg took time out. He's um, this is his lunch hour at work. He's right, giving I'm not up eating a sandwich while we're playing either. No. <laughs> yeah, he's giving he's giving up on 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 his sustenance in order to join us because this this guy's just a giver. He's just a giver. We take. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll take. I'm just waiting to use it. I'm waiting to chip cash in. Don't worry. Well, can, can I recommend you go and get yourself a good two slices of ham and cheese? And what kind of bun was that? Was we always talked about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm a fan of of the toasted ham and cheese sandwich. Mm -hmm. I like a I like a toasted. Do you have Breville's? Do you use Breville's in Canada? Don't know what that is. Is that like mm. a? Yeah. I, how about this? I'm I'm going to clean the barbecue out because it's a gorgeous day where it's not snowing here anymore. So uh, it's 31 Celsius here. I'm going to nice. fix the barbecue up, and that's what's going to be tonight. It's going to be a nice barbecue. Nice. Oh, very good. I very hear good. people in the chat today talking about steak, so maybe that's a good choice. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me talking about the steaks. It, it was a typo. It was a typo. And it's right. created a whole thing. That steak, that's what it was, yeah. yeah. What's that steak? And what's it steak? steak? Yeah. There um, you go. And I'd, I'd, well, I think I got autocorrected, uh, or it could very well be a typo, but I think I got autocorrected and it started a whole conversation about steaks. Um, 
So uh, for for Matt Jordan's benefit, I can, I'm kind of a medium rare sort of guy. Yeah, yeah, gotta be a little bloody. Yeah, gotta be a little bloody. Yeah, that's right. Much like Andy will be on the live stream later. <laughs> Yay! But this podcast will go out after the fact, so I could that could very well. <laughs> You'll edit that. <laughs> we may well come, come back to buy me ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Then let's wrap this up and move on to the next segment. Thank you, Reg. Thank you very much for having me, guys. There we are, folks. As all things must, this episode has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we did recording it. Recording it. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those that, you know, when we say can't always be a winner, I'd probably argue that a third of this episode, my contribution was on form, and two thirds, I was all over the place. Well, we've got to do a little before our. (laughs) Before our absolutely gobsmacking podcast changing meta breaking episode which is to come next episode wow way to way to play the expectations game there bruv well it's going to be a corker we have got what have we got that's the top 10 theme tune i was i was ad-libbing i was in the zone oh i thought you were doing the awards music no, we've got to edit something in for the next episode. But let's not give away all the secrets. Oh, yeah. Shh. Shh. <laughs> so. Hot dog. What was that? I said hot dog. Oh. Hot dog. Shh. Uh, well, this has gone down the toilet very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, just, let's just call this one a dead animal and put it out of its misery. Go vote for the awards on the BritRoller6.com blog. Enter the fundraising raffle. Watch us on YouTube. Wait, do it now. Send us birthday present. Tell everyone how amazing we are. All that stuff. Like and subscribe on things. Blah, 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 blah. And do not forget to join us in two weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Review us somewhere as well. Why not? But probably not based on the standard of this episode. Yeah, go and listen to one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, early on where we prepped and stuff, and we like. <laughs> yeah. This is a card called uh, Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go back and listen to the first episode because that was a pile of shit. Yeah, that was all over the place. You're also adding more bleeps in for me. You bugger. That was oh, another, another sorry. Ah, I did that one on purpose. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. I've been Chris, aka Mr. Six. I've been Andy. I've been the China in your hands. <laughs> only I get that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, take it easy. You don't get, only you get many of the things I say. Yeah, you and teach. Love <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye now. Have we finished yet? Yeah, let's finish it now. Have we finished, Troy? Have we finished? Yeah, let's just get it done. Okay, bye bye. I might even have a coffee rather than tea. I think we should. Yeah. Bye! Sounds like we might have one for the Christmas special there. <laughs> okay.